Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. Hello, those who are joining on Zoom. Hello, those who might be joining on Facebook Live. Uh, and hello, those who might be joining this asynchronously uh, via the Beth Am podcast. It's Friday afternoon. Uh, a few hours before Shabbat, uh, very early Shabbat, now that we've changed the clocks, an opportunity for us to take some time uh, for ourselves, with ourselves, inside ourselves, and also beyond ourselves uh, to go into a mindful place. And what I'm going to be having us meditate towards today is an interesting idea that emerges from two words or a few words in the opening lines of Parshat Vayeshev that tells the famous story of Joseph being apparently a favored son for Jacob, for Israel, and therefore the source of jealousy amongst his brothers. We know how the narrative turns out. The Torah says that Jacob, actually Yisrael, his other name, loved Joseph Mikolbanav more than other his, his other brothers, ki ben skunim hulo, because he was a child of his skunim, of his agedness. And most commentators understand that to mean that it was a great surprise that Jacob could still be a father at that age. And so it was a precious child of his old age. But Ramban, Nachmanides, disagrees with that because he says, if you look at the timeline, Joseph wasn't born that much longer after the previous uh, youngest kids in the family. And since it doesn't mention here that he loved Joseph more because Joseph's father was, Joseph's mother was Rachel, there's got to be something else in those words, Ben Zekunim, a child of agedness that indicates what's going on. And the Ramban said that it was common at that time that no matter how many children you had, you identified one to be your child in your old age, meaning the one who would be by your side, the one who would take on more of the burden of taking care of you as you aged, not because Joseph was born in Jacob's agedness, but because Joseph would be devoting a significant period of his life to Jacob's agedness, which ironically is the opposite of what happens because Jacob spends most of his aging with Joseph down in Egypt. And read this way, this was not a an election of extra favor, but really extra burden, extra responsibility for Joseph that the brothers misinterpreted. That's an interesting machloket commentary uh, in the Torah, but the, what I want to extract from it that is meditatable is this idea of being very clear-eyed um, and open to the, both the immediate future and the future way beyond. In other words, I want to extract Jacob's advanced planning, its ability to look into his son's eyes and say, I'm seeing not just today, but I'm seeing next week, I'm seeing next month, I'm seeing next year, I'm seeing next decade, and imagining what I'm going to need and how you can help me meet those needs. And I think there's a part of the meditative stance that is about no time at all, it's about just this moment. And I think there are also moments in our lives where we can allow ourselves to peer into the future. Not that we know exactly what's going to happen, but to be um, sanguine about the fact that we live in the arc of our lives, hopefully as long and there's um, there's a period at the end where we're going to 
We need a lot more from other people in our lives. And sometimes just going there in our minds can be both heavy and painful and can have their own cathartic impact. So that's a longer introduction than I anticipated, uh, but I wanted to give you some context for the zikunim, for the agedness that I want us to linger on in this meditative moment. Okay. I invite you all to close your eyes. I invite you all to sink into this moment with a sense of gratitude that you have crafted it, crafted the time in your day to make it possible. Your mind is jumping from task, project, deadline, email, have it come in close and have your mind just be focused on this moment. Have your mind be focused on you and the posture of your body and the rhythm of your breathing and the treasure that is this gift of time you are giving yourself. As we sit here and as we breathe, though we know it not to be the case completely, there's nothing to see. There's nothing to want. There is nothing to do. For these protected, exquisite moments, there is nothing to see, nothing to want, nothing to do. As you anchor yourself in time, noting in the calendar of your mind what day of the week it is, what day of the month it is, if you remember approximately, where you are in the sweep of the year, and where this is in the sweep of your life. See yourself in that moment, in that moment in time. And just allow whatever association comes over you as you think about and meditate on now and here. You're living through this moment, now and here. To 
be exquisitely present in the present tense. While the present tense is impacted by an endless accumulation of the impacts of previous moments, on some level they matter not, even if they conspired to create this moment. Right now is only now. And it will disappear as quickly as you can capture yourself in it. But try. Try to create an extended now. A cocoon of now. Holding the fullness of who you are in this moment. Now is elusive, and so now is a luxury, and now doesn't last. And so I want to have you allow into your mind the phrase zikunin, from the root zakain, old or aged. the you in the future, the you deep in the future perhaps, same you, same mind, same soul, same general body, but with a turnover of cells, and not necessarily as agile as it is today. What comes to mind when you imagine your zikunim? Wisdom? Frailty? Acceptance? Denial? Blessings, time running out, relying on others, grateful for those around you. If you can see the Hebrew letters in your mind, Zikunim, Zion, Kuf, Vav, Nun, Yud, Mem. Just have it appear as a banner inside this rumination and see what appears in the scene. 
Where do you see yourself? How do you see yourself? Is it worrying? Is it calming? Is it fuzzy? Is it crystal clear? Can you peer into it and just observe withholding judgment withholding analysis just watch you in the realm of zikunim When you're ready, you can open your eyes and come back from your zikunim to who and as you are right now. And we'll conclude by reciting the concluding blessing. Let me just pull it up because it disappeared on me. Say together three times. Oops. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity. 
free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. I say to you all, Shalom and Shabbat Shalom and Namaste. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.